This episode is brought to you by the letter E. E is for EcoFlower. Dan, this isn't Sesame Street. Can you just say it normal? Okay, fine, 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 fine. Let me tell you guys about this amazing company that is just blowing up, EcoFlower. They create eco-friendly alternatives to traditional real flower bouquets and arrangements. Yeah, most of their flowers are actually made from solo wood. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I didn't either, but apparently it's a derivative of a tapioca plant. Wait, like the pudding? Yep, but where most people would use the tapioca plant to make food, EcoFlower actually takes the discarded parts of the plant to make solo wood flowers, which are really, really pretty and unique. They use all types of materials like birchwood, recycled fabric, pine cones, burlap, vintage novels, toilet paper rolls, used sheet music, bottle caps, vintage jewelry, reclaimed pallet wood, and donated soup cans. So they are really committed to the well-being of our lovely planet. And they're biodegradable, so you can keep them for years to come or even bury them. EcoFlower has pre-designed packages and custom options where you can build your own package. And they're offering Put A Ring On It listeners 33% off of those pre-designed packages. Or if you go the custom route, you'll score a free toss bouquet. Boop, boop. Enter the code Put A Ring On It, all one word, at their website, ecoflower.com. That's E-C-O flower.com. Welcome to season four of the Put a Ring on It podcast, a podcast for everyone. It's just everyone. I'm Daniel Moyer, expert wielder of cameras and lawnmowers. And I'm Daniel Hashtag, wedding planner and not a coffee drinker. It's true. Let's do this. Right. I feel like we should just start with five, four, three. three. Two, Two, one. one. Happy New Year. What sound effects are those? Fireworks. We Do we have sound effects this year on our podcast? Only the ones that I can make with my mouth. That's what she said. Yikes. What? Um, so welcome back, everyone, to season four. Wow, four years old. No, four no, seasons not four. old. Four seasons old. Four seasons. Two years old. That's pretty exciting. We're mm-hmm. really doing it. We're really doing it, though, aren't we, buddy? Name that movie. Yeah. Uh, no. Dumb and Dumber. Okay, anyway, sorry. Never seen um, it. Welcome back, everybody. We hope that you had a lovely new year and some happy holidays. Um, mm-hmm. How were? How was your last couple of months? Danielle, how'd you spend them? Uh, doing stuff. <laughs> That's uh, Who cares? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, we had a good we had a good holiday. Um, how about you, Dan? It was good, busy, um, just mostly parading uh, the baby around to families' houses and seeing people. And I actually had a wedding outside the country right before Christmas, so that like really threw um, everything for a loop because I was gone for like six days. And then I came back on like a Tuesday and had another one on a Friday right before Christmas. So it was busy, but. Um, Welcome, busy, and now I'm just happy to have some a little bit of downtime with my ladies. Nice, and we got to hang out together on New Year's Eve, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, we did. That was good, and we also hung out before that too, didn't we? Yeah, for your birthday. For my birthday. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, big three two. Oh man. Super <clears throat> old you're getting, Dan. Super old. Oh, but speaking of uh, New Year's, um, 
What, what was it you wanted to share about New Year's, about the game? Oh, yeah. So, guys, um, all of our wonderful listeners, I really want to tell you guys about this game. I may be really late to the game, pun intended, but... Um, uh, Dan's uh, a few of Dan's friends Gina and Urker they actually brought this really fun game to the New Year's Eve celebration get together Um, and it's actually called Nasty Things which if you're it it really didn't I mean it could have gotten well I I don't think so it wasn't that nasty anyway the the reason I'm sharing it is because it was such an awesome game because there was people there that um, like Dan and I are friends and but like there's some people there that I knew some people there that I didn't know but it was like just this really great coming together we had at one point I think probably like 15 of us playing and then at one other point it was maybe like six of us playing but it like it was just a great game for everybody to like laugh and play together without anyone necessarily being excluded and it was just it was such a fun game so I really I really recommend it it's called nasty things I'm like googling it Um, and you can like you can like hop in and out like it doesn't it's not like a game you like win it's like just short yeah. rounds where like everybody can just play and have fun and um it's somewhat dirty i mean it's an adult like an adult right. it's, it's an adult card game but um or not a right. card game it's, i wouldn't say it? it's it's definitely not any different any worse than cards against humanity it's right. maybe like a step lower than that and i think it was yeah. probably like as nasty as you could want to make it too yeah. like we kept it probably a little bit pg13 um just because we're all <laughs> dorks <laughs> 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 exactly but um Super but yeah it was a good time it was a good time um so uh actually heading back into the beginning of the year in the industry we call this what we call this engagement, engagement season, right? season. Mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll have some new listeners who are newly engaged from like the end of last year and maybe uh-huh. some that coming up in like this next month month and a half ish we're you know between like christmas and valentine's day right like mm-hmm. those, that's pretty much the big time so we I thought think it's what, like it's winter and it's like a cozy time of year and everybody is just like having these romantic snuggle ups by the fireplaces yeah i need a fire or maybe or maybe we wish that we were having romantic snuggle ups by yeah fireplaces. I, I can't i i can have a romantic snuggle up by our space heater that's super rachel's like super really romantic. allergic to smoke like it it triggers oh. a cough for so there's there's no snuggle ups to fire we snuggle up to our uh hot water heaters very exciting <laughs> um ah romantic but, uh, ah super romantic um but you know it uh we decided that what better way to start off this season this first episode than talking about engagement sessions which is mm-hmm. kind of exciting that i get to talk about something photography related because i feel like this might be like the first episode dedicated solely to a photography topic <laughs> whoop whoop woohoo I let Dan have one, guys. I let Dan have one. <laughs> I know. And I, she went kicking and screaming. <laughs> I'm actually Four very seasons. grateful. Four seasons it took me to get this in, finally. Yes. And <sighs> I'm very grateful because I am slowly recovering from what I think is the flu. Um, though if you ask my partner, Mike, he says I have a cold, but I think it's the flu. So um, <laughs> I'm very grateful not to be doing as much talking today as I normally do. Yeah. She's hopped up on all kinds of, all the drugs. Oh, all the things. Drugs. I said I hate medicine. Makes me so loopy. I don't take medicine, guys. <laughs> so let's hop right into this episode on engagement sessions. So, what the heck is an engagement session, Danielle? Dan, I would actually like to ask you, <laughs> what the heck is an engagement session? Um, as if it's not self-explanatory, uh, an engagement session is just a portrait session separate from the wedding day that you celebrate this like unique start of your lives together. The official right. start of your life together. Makes sense. And let's unpack it a little further. When is the engagement session usually done? 
I usually say six to nine months beforehand just because it's it, it's just a nice time where maybe you've gotten like some of the major things, uh, major like big things done um, in terms of planning. And you've like I feel like wedding planning is a lot of like shelling out money and not getting a lot in return. So your engagement session is a really fun way to um, be able to get something tangible and like connect and just enjoy each other um, and be awesome. So what about, though, if they're going to be using the photos from the engagement session for something like Save the Dates or their wedding website? Is that like timing flexible? Or what if they have less than six to nine months before the wedding? I mean, you could definitely do it anytime you want. I guess six to nine months really is if you're planning on using some of the photos <laughs> for, your, for your Save the Dates. But, I mean, I've had couples who... Um, did their uh, engagement photos a month before the wedding. And it's just like, that's when it's going to happen. And I have uh, a couple in a couple of weeks um, who's going to do their engagement session the day before the wedding. Um, just because it's just that's how everything's coming together. And uh, it's going to be pretty sweet. They're going to like extend the wedding experience. Um, they're traveling into a city that they're not normally getting, that they don't live in. They're traveling into a city that they don't live in. And uh, we're just going to do a, a little portrait session walking around New York City, and then they get married the next day. That's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, you can do whatever you want. The only stipulation is that if you want to use the photos for Save the Dates, you've got to do it prior to that six to nine months where Save the Dates are usually due to be sent out, right? Somewhere around uh, Yeah, I usually just recommend sending Save the Dates out as soon as possible, as soon as you have the date uh, saved. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess also another consideration I think would be season no like mm. you know whether it's fall or winter because what your engagement photos look like i mean the weather especially if you're doing it outdoors i guess i should say um yeah. the background that you want is super dependent on the um the time of year that you're doing it like here in pennsylvania we have the most like beautiful colorful fall you've yep. ever seen and you know it just depends on what look you after yeah like plenty of people do um like if, if you really want that like blue sky white puffy clouds look i mean obviously doing your engagement photos in december january is probably not going to be the best idea um because it's usually just pretty gray um but you know definitely season is something to consider um one of my favorite things to do is the season opposite your wedding do it then so like if you have a fall wedding do your engagement photos in the like early spring. If you're having a summer wedding, maybe do them in the fall beforehand or something like that. Just so you have like different looks. I just that's one of my favorite things to do. Nice. It also helps with that timeline thing. So obviously, I, I don't necessarily think that engagement sessions have been around since the beginning of time. Um, but there's certain benefits that come along with mm -hmm. doing this engagement session. So Dan, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. So here are some of the benefits I think most people have heard about. Right. Uh, most people will say that, you know, it's a good thing that you get to like work with the person who's going to be photographing your your wedding day. Um, you get to hang out with them a little bit. You get to, you know, connect with them. Hopefully like like I always like to go out to dinner like at the end of the session with my couples just to like do photo stuff and then also just get to hang out like real people and just get to know each other. And that like that will build the the rapport, I guess you could say, um, that will build a rapport between the two of you and allow you to just be more comfortable when the wedding day rolls around. Um, you know, the benefit that it's just, like I said before, it's just nice to, to be able to spend time together 
and enjoy each other snuggling and kissing and smooching um, and just being around each other in like what can be a stressful time um, where you're just kind of like shelling out lots of money and like the wedding day feels kind of far away. Um, and I feel like a lot of couples have told me that this really makes it real for them that um, like it, it's just like a, it's like a marker, like where they just they can really get excited about their their wedding um, because now they have something like tangible. That's for them, if that makes sense. Um, and, yeah, it's just nice to just be able to focus on each other. Yeah. Does that help? I, can you yeah. think about the benefits? Um, no, I just want to talk about myself for a second. Um, no surprise there. <laughs> if I really go back, though, and think about, like, certain moments of my life, I am not that person that's like, let's take a picture, let's take a picture. I, I never think like that. Um, yeah. But yet all the moments that I do have pictures from, like, just the little, like, the like even just the portrait sessions I've done with, like, you and other photographers, those are some of my favorite photos that I wouldn't have unless I, like, made the time and effort to do it. And right. I feel like having those those engagement session photos um it's just it's just one of those things that like you may in your head be like no no we'll get a photo of ourselves together like we'll do that but sometimes yeah. it just doesn't quite happen especially if you're anything like me where you just suck at it. So yeah. I I love that part about it. But anyway, I'm done well, let me, talking about No, no me. I, I, that actually uh, leads into something that I, I want to talk about, which is like some of the misconceptions that I think surround Ooh, yeah. engagements. Be yes. So, all right. Here's the, here's the dirt. Here's the scoop. Let's peel the veil back on that. I, I believe it's uh, peer, peer behind the veil is, is the correct term there. Lift the veil. <clears throat> and Lift the veil. And look under the veil. <laughs> and... Or, or through, or look through the veil. Through the veil, because or just there's tear it. Just, no. Oh, ah. Do no. you know how much veils cost, uh, Daniel? A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Many dollars. All right. All right. Um, Misconceptions. So, Many dollars. All the dollars. All right. I call engagement sessions a forever session. Um, that's just my terminology for it, because I think I think the common misconception is that your engagement session is just for save the dates. Like you get fancied up, you go stand in a field, you put some fancy clothes on, you hold some balloons and then like, it's very trendy. You put that on a save the date card and then you move on. Right. Um, that is not what save the date. That is not what engagement pictures are for. In my opinion, I think no, they're also for your Facebook profile picture. Oh yeah. Um, so there are lots of traditions and lots of opinions involved in wedding days. Right. Like, uh, you know, go back to episode two, which is um, your party for everybody else, right? So the wedding day is so much about other people and bringing people together. And like as much as you want it to be about the two of you, yes, you're throwing everything. It's, it, it is wholly a lot of it for other people, for your family members, for you know everybody coming together. And one of the benefits I think for of your forever session or engagement session is that it's just for the two of you mm. to mark who you are as a couple, who you are at your core at this time of your life. So when you like get older and grow together um, and like you change and like, you know, you look at the wedding day and it's like you're not even dressed in like re normal clothes, right? Like it's like this idealized version of the two of you where your engagement session is only you. It's just about the two of you celebrating who you are right now at your very core. And that's what I think they should be about. Um, like what, like, wouldn't it be amazing if you could in a photograph, see the very thing that you fell in love with about your significant other, the, 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 the smile that he has just for you or the smile that she has just for you. Um, the, um, the, their, the feeling you get when, 
um, you know, your arms are wrapped around each other, that, that like smiling to yourself feeling. There's few times in a couple's lives that are as exciting as when they get engaged. And I think that um, doing yourself justice to be able to actually celebrate that and allow yourself to celebrate that, that is the biggest gift that you could have to yourself. So in my, in my opinion, the engagement session is on the same level of importance as the wedding day. Um, because let's face it, like dress styles change, decor changes, like trends go in and out of style, but there is nothing that goes out of style about a great photograph of the two of you at the start of your lives together. Would you agree? I disagree wholeheartedly. Really? <laughs> no, I don't. That, that, was well, that was very beautiful and very well said. Thank you. Um, again, I think it's just super important. Like if for the fact that you're in your own clothes and do you know how many couples um, after the wedding have printed their engagement photos and put them like large on their walls as canvases or whatever. And they're like they still have their wedding album, but they really celebrate their engagement pictures because it's them it is truly them. It's them in there doing what they love best in a place that they love best in some, a place that's meaningful to the two of them. Um, and it's, it's actually them. It just speaks to who they are as a couple. Um, you know, if I can just sum it up in like one, one thought, um, and I don't want to downplay the wedding here, but, um, I've seen over and over again, um, that my couple's end up finding in the long run their engagement photos more meaningful than their wedding photos so as a person so this is a world that you live in yep you know obviously day and night so to you to talk about an engagement session to talk about an engagement session is you know everyday practice but i think for couples that are newly engaged it can be like how do we even begin to like go about this how do we prepare what do we do how do we not how do we like make the most out of our engagement session do you have any like oh tips this is this is going to be a, I'm sorry. I feel like very long-winded about this. Okay. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I got some I've got some things to add, so Okay. Bring okay. it. All right. Um let's just start with like the the simplest of all the options, which is obviously talk to your photographer that you hired about like how they approach engagement sessions. Like very simple questions like how many locations can you go to? Um, are there, can you do outfit changes? How many can you do? Um, is there a time limit for the session? What's included with it is like an album included is, are the digital files included? Um, just the, the simple questions. So ask those first and then see, you know, what the answers are. Right. And it's safe to, it's safe. Uh, don't assume, <laughs> <laughs> Too many negatives got going on. It, it don't assume that just because one photographer does it one way, that all photographers do it the same. Like in our, totally. you know, in this episode, Dan's explaining a lot of his process, but yeah. it's important to find out your photographer's process with it all. Big unless time. your photographer is Dan, in which case, good job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So next tip: location, location, location. First, you don't need to have pretty things to have pretty pictures. Like Danielle said before. Um, you can take amazing photographs in the rain. You can take amazing photographs in the snow. Um, you can have uh, a hell of a great time uh, taking your photos in uh, 17 degree weather. Um, <laughs> I've had that plenty of times and it's just uh, all bundled up with scarves and jackets and being snuggly. It makes for some cute pictures. Um, not for me. Do you know what happens not, to me when I'm out in the cold? I turn your into nose gets all red. Rudolph. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brutal. Not cute. Um, but... Regardless of uh, weather outside, 
Mm. Um, location's important. And I would say to choose a location that has significance to your relationship. Um, you know, you can go to a field or you can just like say like, hey, let's go to this cool big castle if you really want to. Um, but I think in 30 years, it'd be much better um, <laughs> suited if you found a location or thought about something that the two of you love, something that a, a place that the two of you love, whether you it's your home, um, somewhere around your neighborhood, um, a, a park that you guys run and walk together in, a, a brewery, you love wine, so you went to a vineyard. Um, you know, if you're both really into fitness, go to a gym or play basketball or like, I don't know, whatever it is. Or, you know, if you're a beach bum, um, go to the beach in the summer. Or if you love the city you live in, Philly, New York, whatever, um, and you want to like hit up some of the touristy spots and do like a tour of your city or the quintessential Philly or NYC session do something that says something about the two of you rather than just like picking a random location and going there my favorite way to figure out what place has significance to my couples is to ask like each of them independently if you were to create a perfect date for so-and-so for your significant other where would you go and what would you do i love that it's i it's, love that it so works much. every time like, uh, I, so I had a, an engagement session in Atlanta, um, a, a couple months ago and I just asked them this, like they're, they're not like a stay at home kind of couple. Um, mm -hmm. they're always out and on the go. And one of their favorite things to do is to go to, um, I think it's Piermont park, which is in Atlanta. And then they go on, I think it's the belt line or beltway. I can't remember which one it is. Um, but it, they they go to those two places. They walk around. They ride the bikes. They hang out. And it's like that's exactly what we did. We just went and explored a location that they enjoy and they love. Um, yeah, it's just it's just will add so many layers of meaning to your session. That's awesome. I actually have a friend who's a hair and makeup artist, um, but she's also a major fitness buff, her and her now husband. But when they did their engagement session, they actually did it right in the gym. They work out in all the time, oh. which was really sweet. They also did another one, like, because that was obviously in, like, awesome workout clothes where they're, like, yeah, yeah. insanely ripped and in shape. <laughs> and, you know, as I eat my Cheetos, but... Then they did like, I don't want to say a normal one, but like one in just their like street clothes, I guess, if you will, where they were a yeah. little bit more themselves um, in, in that sense. But I also had another couple, they were homebodies, loved to cook, um, and yep. they loved making their own pasta. So they actually yep. brought their photographer into their house, um, which was not... I will, I don't want to say they didn't have this like gorgeous house because their house was beautiful, but it wasn't like a McMansion a or yeah. it was a beautiful, normal house. Exactly. I mean, they probably like did some extra tidying up. So there wasn't all the like, you know, leftover mail around and all that stuff yep. that we have, but, and they just made pasta and then made like a nice pasta dinner and ate the dinner. And the photographer was just there to document it. And it was really, really sweet. I actually think that the the home is one of the most underestimated places for a photo shoot. I, I love it so much. Like Rachel and I, we don't have an awesome like our house is quirky and it's got, you know, some character. But we've had two shoots done here. I, I had a, a like a lifestyle portrait session done for myself for like business portraits and things like that. Um, and then we had our maternity photos here um, by my friend Russ. And it was like we love them like. I don't know. It just made so much sense for us to be comfortable in our own space. Not not saying that's what everybody should do, but like, you know, for example, um, I had two engagement sessions recently that 
you know, through um, discussing, you know, the locations for with each of the couples, you know, one of them said, you know, we we run every day through Fairmount Park in Philly. Um, we run with our dog there. We run when we're training for they're like crazy triathlon people. So they're awesome and they run awesome. a lot. So they like want to do that. And then, you know, we also love like the brewery town section of Philly. So that's exactly what we did. We parked at Forbidden Drive. We just like walked down. We explored the bridge. I got them to walk out on the waterfalls. I slipped and fell in the water. It was like it was fine. Everything was good. <laughs> um, and then another couple like uh, her family has a beach house. Her grandparents have a beach house down in Longport, New Jersey. And um, that is where she spent summers for her entire life. And then now her fiance like they met um, here, but like he had always gone down there during summers and it just became this like very important place to them. Um, so we just went down there and just explored the town of Longport. We explored some of the places where they have watched the sunset like dozens and dozens of times over the bay. Um, and like, it just, those photographs have so much significance to them because the location also has significance to them. So you and I are throwing out all these different locations and we're not necessarily saying you have to do like all the locations. Like right. you got to go to your house and then where you work out and then where you vacation and then where you eat and then where you went on a date. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no, no. <laughs> is there like, <clears throat> is there like a limit, Dan, you think to, to where, yeah. how, you know, how many places yeah. you should go to? Um, so I say like, I say two, two max, um, unless you're doing like an area. So like if you're going to, like when we went to Longport, it was just one pl like we stopped at a bunch of different little spots along the way, but it was one area. Like we just explored that one area for a couple hours. Um, if you're going to, you know, if you're gonna like choose two different locations where you might have to like drive between places in the car or something, I say really only two because you you want to spend the least amount of time driving possible. Um, you want to make the most of your session, so don't try not to like you know, pick one place and then have to drive really far to the other place. Um, so two locations max or maybe one big area or two big areas tops. Yeah, I, I think if you try and do too much too, it's going to show in the photos. Like you're going to get worn out. Yeah. Less is, less is definitely more in this situation. And I think the more time you give a photographer in, in one area, the better they can kind of work that situation and get, like I call it working past the expected where it's like, all right, like I walk into a situation, it's like I see the picture, like here you go. But now I'm going to like kind of keep working past like the the picture that I saw first. And then that's when like the good stuff comes, I think. Because um, I've worked that's at, where the magic worked happens. The yeah, yeah, seriously. I work like work it a little bit. All right, next tip. Um, oh, I know you got uh, more about, in there. Yep. Uh, how about be yourself? Oh. Um, be yourself. The more that you can just. Well, I know that that sounds hard to do, but the best thing to do is just be comfortable in your own uncomfortable uncomfortableness. That's a word. Uncomfortability. Uncomfortable necessity. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Two points. Don't don't be afraid to just to just play around and enjoy each other, right? Like, um, this session should be about the two of you and you celebrating who you are at this time of your lives. So the more you can let your personality shine through the better. Um, and that's okay with just being awkward and silly or being romantic and snuggly, whatever that is, do it. Right. I think my advice is that it's okay if it feels strange at first, like, yeah. Um, I'm not a person I I've had my picture taken before and I don't just naturally feel like I'm this, you know, Tyra Banks, you know, mentee ready to ready, ready for America's next top model. I, I, you have to sort of like work through those yep. initial strange feelings and it, 
I think it'll get more comfortable over like after oh, the first few minutes, as long as yep. you don't fight back on it. Like if you yep. really like push back on it and just like are just determined that like, no, no, this is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Like that's really going to shine through. So the more you can like accept the fact that this is going to be a little weird and wonky at first, but it's going to get better Then yep. it does. It actually Seriously, does. The, like the first 15, 20 minutes, I, I almost throw out all the pictures. Ouch. Like, uh, in a sense that like like it just takes us a while to like get warmed up it takes me a while to get warmed up too um and it's just it, like like the good stuff usually happens like after we've warmed up after like we've kind of felt each other out a little bit and that's when the good stuff happens that's fair i i also not to get a little like woo woo with it but i also think it's um it's best to try and bring a positive energy to to your to your session or your appointment or however you want to call it ever you know um we we all have these days um you know with our partners where we're like yeah where we're just like we're rushing to get ready and like we have to get somewhere and like those stress levels are high and like someone says something like this past weekend i was like are you wearing that and he was and then i felt really bad (laughs) and anyway um (laughs) You know, so you sort of end up having these like small little tiffs that you have to when you show up for that session, you have to let go. You have to leave it in the car, um, whether you have to talk about it or whatever it is, because you don't want to bring that to your session. Yeah, I can 100 percent tell if a couple has been arguing um, when they get to a session uh, just by like the, the, the air that they bring. Um, and the last thing you would want is to try to be looking back on these photographs 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years or whatever. And having this, like, that's the only memory you have is like this huge argument that you guys got in the morning before or whatever. And, you know, arguments happen, whatever, but you just got to like look at it in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, make the best of it. Right. And and like, it's going to show if you're trying to like fake a snuggly oh, yeah. moment when you yeah. just want to like give them the evil eye <laughs> for something yes. they did or something they totally. said. So yeah. Um, oh, I guess the, the last big one I can <gasps> think of is, I mean, this is probably the easiest one is clothing. Like, yes, let's talk about fashion. Well, I'm not going to talk about fashion, but I'm going to talk about like <laughs> really just don'ts. Like there's, there's not a lot of don'ts. Um, but the most simple answer is to know you look good in what you're going to wear. So um, I don't, I don't always recommend going out and like getting something right before or for this session. Like you can if you like if you've got some time and you're planning or whatever, go out buy yourself a new outfit. That's fine. Um, but know that you are comfortable in it and look good in it, and you have worn it, you know, a couple of times to make sure that like it, you feel good in it, you look good in it. Um, mm. Uh, that's just a really important part of it in terms of like what to not wear really is only like two rules. And I, uh, for me, um, and that's stay away from thin lines. That's pretty much universal to most photographers. Like, like, like stripes, but like super thin stripes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stay away from those. Um, and I would say from even from like big loud patterns as well. Wait, Can I, can I ask why is that? Because I like technical things. Um, the pinstripes, there's this thing called, uh, I believe it's called the Moir, uh, Moir pattern. Um, where like, I, I don't know if cameras have gotten good enough yet to like see past it, but it's this strange, like, like rainbowy look in 
in like the lines like it can't read the lines individually um so you get this like strange looking swirly rainbow pattern um so it's not that the person's going to like look funny because of stripes it's that the camera itself isn't going to do a good job of like reading okay it looks strange but then the the loud patterns um I think it's just be is distracting. Like I'm very much about like face and hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so like fall is one of my favorite times. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm doing the like, like standard like, like cover girl like, pose. <laughs> yeah, of, like hands on face. That's why I said yes, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm much I'm a lot about like face and hands. Um, and if like there's like this crazy. Uh, floral like blue floral top with like like very vibrant pink roses all over it. It's just like, or something that just like takes away a little bit. That's exactly so. what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that took me way too long to pick up on exactly what you were talking about. I was about. totally waiting for that. But yeah, like it, it can just be distracting from like the two of you and um, your connectedness. It's just like, it can be really loud. So should the, should the couple like match? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can match a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say like crazy matchy, um, but in, if you're in like the similar color palette, uh, I think that's, that's a good way to do things. So solid colors, similar color palette, no lines and don't wear what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Um, and in terms of outfits, um, I like two. Uh, ask your photographer what they think. Um, but I think two outfits, uh, max is like a, a good amount, like maybe a, a more formally one or more dressed up one. And then like maybe, a a, a little slightly more casual, uh, look, um, right. and just rock it and do your thing and have fun. Cool. So is there any other tips that you can think of that you have? I'm um, trying to think of if there's anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if, if you've got some roadblocks or uh, you're on the fence about an engagement session, like maybe maybe you're not local to your photographer or you're having your wedding in like another uh, state or something um, and your photographer's in another state because they're local to where you're getting married, um, then find a local photographer, uh, somebody to you. Plenty of photographers will still just do uh, an engagement session for you, uh, even though your wedding's somewhere else. That's totally cool. Um, or schedule a trip to when you when you go out to like view the venue or whatever even if you're planning from afar schedule a trip to go um meet with that photographer and then see if they'll they'll do a a session for you then um the other thing is maybe if you're too close to the wedding Mm -hmm. um i mean like i said you know i have a couple coming up that i'm doing their engagement pictures literally the day before the wedding um but if it's just like if it's just too much I would say invest in yourselves because you're worth it and do one after the wedding. Like do a portrait session like right after you're married. Right. Um, Instead I, I of really an engagement think... session, it's a newlywed session. Yeah, totally. Uh, or maybe you do one for your first anniversary, you know? Oh, um, I love that. So uh, invest in yourselves. It's something that like you will reap dividends over time and you won't regret it. There's my pitch. Ta-da. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, wow. So first episode, ding, ding, ding in the books. Yeah. Well, no, this is episode 37, not our first episode. First episode of season four. Right, right. Wow. I think we nailed this. So if you're a new listener, we would love for you to check out our website, put a ring on it podcast.com where you can see, um, the show notes and get updates on season four. 
Yeah. And always feel free to send us your thoughts, comments, suggestions. There is a little um, contact form on there, but you can also give us a call. Um, our number is 267-521-2686. You can call or you can text, um, yep. or you can also find that number right on the website. Yeah. Uh, you can also go on to Facebook. Just search Put Around Podcast in Facebook and you'll find us. Um, you and you That's can keep in Facebook touch there. <laughs> you can ask questions um, and get updates on season four. Yeah, and um, we didn't really talk about it at the top of this episode, but just a reminder, we do have that Patreon page, and Dan and I are always trying to find ways to bring you guys more value, and we need your support in order to do that. And you can do that if you head to our Patreon page. So Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash P-A-R-O-I. Like, put a ring on it. P-A-R-O-I. Get it? Nailed it. Thanks. Got it. Awesome. Um, Thanks, guys. We so much appreciate you guys. And thanks again for tuning into season four. Um, You're awesome. We'll see you soon. See you in two weeks. Bye-bye.